Hey guys, I know you're excited to get to the Electri retrospective, but I just got to point out one thing. Uh, the Grizz's audio uh, actually uh, was uh, unfortunately attacked by the, the Zoom client, and uh, the Zoom client actually put it through a wood chipper. I was able to salvage most of the pieces and, and, and put it together. Um, so there's just going to be, you know, just a word missing here and there. It doesn't you, you can tell what we're talking about. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know why I brought it up. But enjoy the episode. The Album Concept Hour. The Album Concept Hour. The Album Concept Hour. It's the Album Concept Hour. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Album Concept Hour. I am your host, Brad LeBaron, and we are here for another week of uh, uh, breaking down concept albums that we normally do. But today, uh, I don't have a concept album for you per se, but we are finally diving into uh, my, let's say, just origin story in general. I've been, I've been teasing this for a while. Uh, I was in a Christian pop punk band called Alacrity long, long ago. And uh, today we are finally going to break into some of that. And uh, to help me out with that, I, of course, have my co-host, Dave. How's it going, Dave? Hey, hey. And uh, I'm noticing you're wearing a man-man shirt. I am. It is uh, the man-man shirt. 80, 84. Uh, Engineer Brett, get back to me. Uh, I, I want you. I would love to have you on the podcast. Um, and then, of course, we have, uh, I, I decided to, uh, for this one, to uh, kind of kind of go back in my, in my past and find a few people that could help me uh, kind of break down uh, this uh, little section of my life. I remember now. I remember now. I remember how it started. <laughs> uh, so uh, first of all, we have uh, a returning guest uh, who has been on the the podcast. Uh, he was on for the Miles Davis episode. Uh, this is Vivid Jojo. Welcome back to the podcast. What up? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for being on. Um, now we, we we talked a little bit about your on your episode, but we go way back. You used to help with some of uh, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, road uh, stuff, like you know, loading up the van, uh, loading out the van, and just generally hanging with us and being a, a good friend. Man, I sold a bunch of shirts too, man. Oh, the merch, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merch man. Can't forget about the merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big money maker for alacrity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I, uh, I have a, a very special guest with us today. Uh, this is someone that was in the uh, um, one of the incarnations of alacrity throughout the years. Uh, my personal favorite incarnation of alacrity, and uh, he actually has a radio show uh, in Janesville. Um, on uh, 105.9 The Hog. Well, several radio shows, uh, if I'm remembering uh, correctly. Uh, this is Wayne Grizzly Adams. Welcome to the podcast, Wayne. What's up, man? Long time no see. Yeah, man. It has been uh, about, uh, what, 15 years or something? Ish. It's been Ish. A, an it's been amount a of time that's hard to fathom, you know? Um Considering where we were, slammed into a van for six months on end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the last the last time we we saw each other, we were uh, uh, pretty close. Uh, uh, maybe even yeah. closer than we wanted to be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> for but, sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you were in um, again. What I said, my favorite incarnation of the band, personal favorite, because we had uh, this is the time when we had three guitars. And three vocals harmonizing, and 
you know, it was some some cool stuff going on. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the the You Are Here EP I'm referring to. We're gonna go between a few of uh, the the You Are Here EP and the Whatever Happened to Good TV uh, album. Um, but uh, yeah, you weren't with us for the Whatever Happened to Good TV. Um, whatever, hap- whatever happened to it? <laughs> I helped write some of the stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get. I'm not on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get to that when we get to whatever happened to, to Good TV. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have uh, five tracks on this. Uh, you are here, EP. Uh, now, a little backstory on this one. Um, we. That we we recorded this with studio time that we had won on something called a uh, launchpad. Uh, it was a mm-hmm. statewide battle of the bands competition. I don't know if it's still. I don't think it's still happening, but it could. Uh, be it did happening. last. Okay, so they're still okay. Okay, do they still get the summer summerfest uh, stage and that? COVID made it did something to uh, it. I don't well, know. I guess. Yeah, yeah, probably an uh, online stage at Summerfest uh, this, this year. <laughs> Summer Zoom Fest? Summer Zoom Fest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you still have to pay $10 for a beer, but somehow it <laughs> yeah, works so out. For some reason, you still have to pay for the beer. Yeah, just so you yeah, can get the full you experience. You have to pay for sunscreen on that one, though. That's, That's true. true. That's true, unless you want to for the just the vibe, you know? A little schmear in your nose. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this was... Uh, uh, we We recorded this album with a bunch of you know free studio time and uh yeah it was at that up to that point was probably the most or was definitely the most like professional thing that uh i had experienced as far as like audio goes um wayne had you been in a like a a real studio yet at that point yeah i had uh cut a couple tracks with like a few other bands um that just were like hey we need somebody do guitar parts are you willing mm-hmm. to come be like a studio musician but i yeah it's yeah. like yeah i'll come out and then you go down there you lay down your tracks and then they're like oh that's so awesome okay bye <laughs> <laughs> right that's the life of they, a studio musician i think yeah but, they keep your parts and then they act yeah. like they wrote them and you're that's, you're out uh, yeah that's the part where it, it gets to be dicey yeah dicey yeah yeah but that does happen, though. Um, but yeah, yep. you were in several groups before uh, Alacrity. I know you were in a you were in a duo when we met you. I forgot yeah. the other guy's name, but uh, that um, was Chris, and we were called Poor Boy's Diary at that point. Yes, that's right, Poor Boy's Diary. Yeah, I still have one of your CDs, man. Oh, you, oh, Dude, JoJo you has to, one. <laughs> you need to give me a copy of that for real. I can, I can, get, I can get that to you. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> Do you do you not have one, Wayne? That's, you're uh, gonna... I've moved like five or six times uh, yeah. since. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm... then all of my on my Mac when the hard drive crashed. Ah, oh, damn. No. That's a that's always a real that's a downer. <laughs> the it's the uh, musicians kicking the dick, if you will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I am fortunate to not have completely dealt with that yet. But uh, I've been, you know, I've been trying to diligently, you know, keep it in an external place at all times, you know. Um, but yeah. I know, I know, odds are it's coming for me. But 
anyway, we uh, uh, but but yeah, we 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 ended up you know adding you to the group uh, after uh, playing with with your group a few times uh, uh, in different you know local settings, and um, yeah, for that for that short like what was it two years or year and a half something like that two, yeah three years. yeah something like yeah maybe even three yeah 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 it's hard to tell uh thinking back that far but um yeah for 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 a little while uh we had uh yeah three guitarists uh three vocalists and uh you know drummer bassist and everything for a pop punk band now um some would consider it uh, you know excessive to have three guitars but nah. sounds like something sounds like something dragon force would do yeah 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 <laughs> We were just influenced by the times, you know. Dragon Force was doing some double guitar solos. Alacrity was like, you know if what, we're can, pop why punk. Not, why can't we? We should do that too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, it, it's it wasn't it, to mask anybody else's inability in the band. Let's just put that out there. It definitely was not no, to mask no, no. anybody's <laughs> in a, No, no, no. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, uh, no one would ever be upset with with playing the simpler parts. That doesn't happen in groups. Um, no, <laughs> no, never. Um, but no. uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we uh, we got the runner up uh, to to the launch pad one year, and then um, the following year we won launch pad battle of the bands. Unfortunately, Nate could not or Nate, uh, Wayne could not participate because uh, you were uh, a little just two or three years older than we are so it was like high school competition and uh yeah they had a hard would, rule oh if you ever found out but uh that rule was not in place oh as long as long as one person in the band was in high school you were eligible to perform oh well uh uh if future brad could go back and uh go slap Punch brad, brad. Past, past, yeah past brad uh, uh i would i had no idea if not, just uh, fake IDs. I mean, it would have been a be much, you know, better show, um, you know. Uh, but you you played with us at the Mamas, though, right? The Madison Area Music Awards. Yes. Yeah. Did, yeah. 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 Um, which I don't think I've even mentioned that. I, I I live in Madison, and like no one knows I even have a, a, a Mama. I don't really because it was like from before <laughs> my time here, you know. Um, but you're, uh, you're quite the enigma. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. I've done uh, done a lot of different things uh, since since we last spoke. Uh, so uh, let's just get into the uh, the the EP though. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of this, like going back and forth, reminiscing random bullshit. Because uh, you know this is like this is a good six years of my life and a good you know two or three years of yours. Uh, you know we were. Mm -hmm. You know, um, definitely, you know, one of those bands that were putting our all into it, trying to make it a, a career, you know, like this is us putting in like 110%, you know, so um, I hope he comes through. I hope that does come through uh, a, a decade uh, <laughs> years later. But um, yeah, so this first track, um, I know this is kind of high praise starting out the gate, but I think it's like in retrospect maybe my favorite alacrity song um but this is uh this is make a day of it so uh yeah yeah i'll play it and we'll talk
yeah. Make a day of it. Yeah. Get out there, guys. Make it make something with your lives. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a carpe diem moment in our life. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love the I think the lyrics are really relatable and this is one song that kind of, you know, we'll get into a little bit. I don't want to, you know, throw too much shade at Phil's uh, lyric writing, but it's, uh, it's, it's not something, most of his, what he says, I do not agree with these days. Uh, he's a very, very uh, rigidly religious uh, individual, especially in this time. Um, so we're going to kind of gloss over a lot of that stuff because you know, not really interested in getting into the weeds about it. But um, this song, I think, is one of the most relatable uh, songs we ever had. And it's, it's you know, it's it's not explicitly about, like, a Christian-themed thing. And I don't know, it's just a, it's just a good, fun pop-punk song. So I was, I was appreciating that about my past self's art uh, uh, while I was doing some research for this. But... What what did you think about that hearing it again uh, after a while, Wayne? And then I'll ask you, Jojo. Well, yeah, I mean, it it brings back quite a few memories. Uh, yeah. I think that was the third or fourth song that I got to like collaborate mm-hmm. on. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Join the band. We were still kind of like feeling each other out, right? Like my style yeah, versus yeah. what Alacrity already was. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it was, it was, it was one that just kind of started out of nowhere, like at a practice, right? Mm-hmm. And like putting that that whole thing together was really, really wandery when it came mm-hmm. down to the pop punk. Me- yeah, and, um, yeah. I think it it was one of the very few times in in my two or three years there yeah. where everybody had fun mm-hmm. when we just started. And I think that that is when you talk about it being relatable. I think that that is those one of the things that kind of resonates with not mm-hmm. just uh, your your Christian vibes, but really any secular person in general can can yeah. vibe with. It. So yeah, yeah and yeah. that's a blast from the past. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Uh, when was the last time you heard uh, these uh, tracks? Have you have you uh, listened back uh, in the in between years? Uh, you know, like I pepper them in every now and again, and like yeah. my, my my daughter's getting into music right now. I don't know if you guys can hear her rock and the piano in the background. Oh right. yeah, I got the hell yeah. Um, but uh, so I've kind of like showed her like, hey, this this is what dad used to do, you know. And she yeah. is that's not you guys. Like, well, yeah, it it is. Here's video. <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> she made you prove it. <laughs> yeah, so, that's that's then, funny. Like, Whoa. You used to dye your hair. So, like, what do you mean, used to kid? I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, look at these tattoos. You don't think, think I dyed my hair? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's been yeah. quite some time I last checked in on yeah. them. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun little, you know, uh, icebreaker, too, when you're talking yeah. to people like it conference meeting or something like that people mm-hmm. are like wait a minute we're in a band yeah yeah let's let's pull it up on youtube real quick <laughs> i always pray that moment doesn't come in a job you know because oh. like i mean i don't know for me i'm it's not that i'm embarrassed about it it's more that i am so different of a person than i was when i was in the band that it's like it's like watching someone else in a in a way 
you know? Sure. But don't you ever want to peel back the onion layer and let everybody mm. see who you are at your core? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I have thought about, like, see this diving in back into music before, but, like... I don't know. I've never been able to find the same kind of, uh, 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 you know, cohesion. You know, uh, you probably know this as a, you know, musician. It's it's really hard to find cohesion with other musicians. Um, Definitely. Uh, yeah, and and when you do, it's you know, it's it's. I think that's why you know there's so many you know important music that's done between like the ages of like sixteen and like twenty five. You know, because like you're building very strong bonds with, with a group of people creating your kind of, uh, uh, what tribe or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, Especially when you're, you're together for two, three, four years, like nonstop. And like yeah. those juices are flowing. You put out two mm-hmm. or three records and everything is just really going on. Mm-hmm. When things start like missing, like someone leaves or you change platform or like a mm-hmm. record company, whatever, like things change. Yeah. And you start like that dynamic can shift into like, a yeah. different direction. Like, yeah. Th- then you can kind of notice like sounds like this it's a new direction for this band something's yeah. missing something's different yeah then all of a sudden you have like the new blink 182 which is like half alkaline trio just you know? such yeah. a bizarre it's idea. like <laughs> uh yeah we when i saw the music video where they're in the high school i shed a tear it was <laughs> it was a sad moment there's a new video for part of your new it was yeah there was like kids doing like uh like like TikToky dances and they're like in the and I think it was even a middle school. I don't even think it was a high school. Like it was like probably an assembly for middle school. Yeah, it was a very weird. Where this old punk band come and play for you. Uh, <laughs> but but Jojo, uh, 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 what about you? What do you what are you thinking about about this uh, make a day of it as as someone that saw it from the outside a little bit? Uh, I mean, it definitely brings back memories of hanging out with with you guys and yeah get, yeah. Uh, kid and know everyone one thing yeah. that you said uh on the idea of concept albums you said it's not a concept problem per se one thing that wayne said to me a few weeks ago that stuck to me was any album could be a concept album if you break it down enough you know so, i agree and that's what i try to argue every week on this podcast <laughs> pretty much because <laughs> there's sometimes we have stuff that's like n- like almost no one would call it a concept album but we're like eh, let's let's try well, if you look at it from this see, angle you know, let's try to connect it you know yeah yeah sure. yeah i very this podcast completely agrees uh with both of you on that front um but, but some people song- will you know be on the internet be like oh this isn't a concept album it's like yeah, wagging their internet finger no we're doing one of these every week give us a break yeah uh, no, it, can, it can be if you break it down yeah yeah but so, this song like it, it was like when uh you guys started like doing harmonies and stuff is when i remember yeah and with wayne yeah, we were able yeah, to yeah do complex like just like uh, uh layered like harmonies you know to be honest like wayne kind of made the band for me to uh in a small sense like, <laughs> like when when wayne wasn't in the band i wasn't hanging out at- <laughs> i mean like i i do think it was like at least live it was you know live and the recordings were such a great incarnation and like i don't think like the guitars were wasted you know i don't i really think we you know utilized like uh, as much of the fact that we had five people on stage as we could Good, you know um and yeah yeah i mean the three-part harmonies were just yeah i 
easily my like peak uh, uh, point in any like vocal harmonies with anyone. You know what I mean? I just I love harmonizing. I love backup vocals. I love all that stuff. And uh, yeah, when when Wayne was in the group, it was awesome. Chef's kiss. Three part <laughs> harmony punch anybody in the face, dude. Like, it's right? Just, it's oh, it's so essential when you're mm-hmm. trying to get people's attention. Yeah, yeah, and Those- I. Th- I think it did. I think it, I think especially when we got like the aviator, you know, that 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 ending for the aviator, you know. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those I feel like those were some of our best, you know, song endings live, you know. But um yeah, we're going to move on to another track, Music- guys. The, What's up? Musically, the aviator was the that was the first one that I uh musically oh, cuz okay. Phil had already written lyrics for them, Yeah, but, yeah. Uh we were we were I was like, "Hey, what do you think of this riff?" And I just played what ultimately oh, yeah. the open. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, yeah, I remember that. And Phil was like, "Yeah, no, that works." <laughs> yeah, it kind of into it, and then yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like, he, "It took off." You, you and him were infatuated with that movie. Yeah, yeah, so much so that he wrote. Well, he was, and I was infatuated and, with what he was infatuated with. So. <laughs> <laughs> so <off>. I was, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Like he was, we were, uh, uh, we were all watching a lot of Leo DiCaprio at that moment. Cause that was like, catch me if you can like the aviator. Yeah. He had his like rich man trilogy or whatever. Don't was it a, what's he eating Gilbert grape? <laughs> I don't think that's in the trilogy, <laughs> but <laughs> prequel prequel. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the the last track of of the album. We got we got three more to get to, and this next one uh, is the most definitely the most high school track Sweet. we have. Uh, uh, this is the percussionist's anthem. remember that solo right mm-hmm, sure do. <laughs> <laughs> now correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't that like a little wasn't that a little uh uh uh, uh kind of fight thing <laughs> this solo couldn't someone not uh, play it right <laughs> i don't yeah. want to i don't want to air too much laundry but i mean i feel like i remember there being a problem with this one it, and it was it was it wasn't that he wasn't playing it right but it was one of those where phil and peter peter murray uh, by the way is the the rhythm guitarist Uh, at this point i would never tell peter you're doing it wrong yeah just because he didn't want that rift he wanted peter always on his side because peter would fall on his sword for phil Mm -hmm. he he was he was on right and yeah yeah uh and i think Part of him never hurting his feelings through direct contact was why Peter felt the way he did about Phil, and that's fine. But uh, uh-huh. I, he he would always talk to you, myself, or Andy, and plant seeds of 
man, Peter's not hitting this. He's just not getting it. He's not getting it. And then it was, well, let's let Wayne try, right? Well, yeah, because we all we all it. knew that you could do it better, you know. But uh, yeah, we were we were all uh, we were all uh, you know uh, teenage or twenty somethings about it, and uh, yeah. could, did did not know how to communicate <laughs> at this point in their lives. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we've all gotten better. But um, yeah, I remember that. Like that was something. Like you know, there there was at, being from a you know high school uh, you know Christian pop punk background. There was some weird fights here and there that would occur that you wouldn't you know people probably won't <laughs> understand fully. But um, yeah, yeah, the the Christian pop punk world is a strange place. I guess is the best way I can say that. Um, yeah, it like wasn't a bad place or anything. It was just it was just different than what you are probably you know expecting i don't know what i'm saying here uh what were you gonna say Wayne? it's like it's like it's like sex drugs and rock and roll without the sex drugs and rock and roll yeah well it, but it's like <laughs> it's probably happening a, a bit but like behind closed doors you know um, yeah but like yeah uh, it's not it, it's not about that though yeah no if you're looking for if you're looking for a rated r life you're gonna end up pip pg Probably. Yeah. So, the, and this song actually is a good example. Has a good example of that. Uh, I, I think I've referred to this in the podcast before, but one of the things about being in a, uh, a Christian rock band uh, is that you know you're trying to reach out to get the message out. And um, uh, uh, one thing that was really you know concerning us all the time was making sure there was some kind of message in the song. This song doesn't have any message in it that is, is Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> it does it does have a message. Remember what the message is? You don't you've forgotten? Well I mean there's the was, like I'm into that flute girl. No, it was Phil trying to get with was it Kendall? Is that her name? Uh I think that was yeah Kendall slash Allison. So. Yeah yeah yeah. That was the <laughs> of this song was yeah. phil was trying to get with kendall period yeah yeah, yeah she was and, she's she's in the music video yeah 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 there's a music video everyone for this one um but yeah it is like it is very much a uh uh, uh i mean it, the percussionist anthem's an apt title for it it's literally he's talking about how he's looking down at the flutes he wants to get with that girl in the flutes, but she's only interested in the trumpets. But uh, then <laughs> at some point she gives him his number in the hallway and, and uh, you know, happily ever after. Uh, but I was the point I was getting to A is... A true high school love there story. Was, there was one line uh, where it was it, it, uh, looking down at the flutes. Uh, uh, it was the girl I couldn't seem to get to. It was going to be a girl with... with uh, uh, girl listening... listening. To Listening to slick shoes. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was the fix. That yeah. was the fix. Um, and uh, yeah, eventually, obviously, he went with something else in the studio. But uh, uh, yeah, just to kind of demonstrate, that's kind of the weirdest part about, I think, being in a Christian quote unquote pop punk band is that uh, uh, you're, I don't know, the music is often secondary to the message of the music. I think we had a little of both. But uh, yeah, you'd often find that you know, uh, 
I don't know. I, I personally think that at this point in my life that if you're a Christian and you're in a band, then you're a Christian and you're in a band. You know, it doesn't there, there's a there's kind of a weird uh, line in the sand between like Christian and secular music that is drawn, uh, which uh, is it's probably the thing I, I disagree with the most about my my history in the, the industry. Um, there's a firm a sand too, firm line and you could not. Yeah, cross yeah. It. And I mean, something we've been discovering through this through this podcast, we've actually covered a, a really old Christian band from uh, the the '70s called the Resurrection Band, and um, we kind of one thing we realized is like the line in the sand wasn't there at that point. Like it's something that has been built through like maybe the '70s, '80s, and 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 so on. But like back in like the hippie days, there was just you know, there was hippies that were Christians and hippies that weren't, but it wasn't like, you know, there wasn't a Christian rock, you know, it was just, it was just rock. So that's something that I've been kind of uh, learning a little bit uh, uh, from what we've been doing on the podcast. And uh, yeah, now I, at this point I'm like, there doesn't need to be a line in the sand at all. Um, Cause it's just kind of a, a, a I don't know, just another way to, to separate yourself from the quote unquote secular uh, world, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, that's just my opinion. I'm sorry if you are an Alacrity fan and uh, I am, I'm going against what you remember Brad to be, but uh, I am oh, a, I'm a very different person. <laughs> but uh, I hope all of you are too. I hope everyone has had some uh, great changes and transformations as time has gone on. Um, but uh, yeah, Progressive's Anthem, that's one of the oldest uh, Alacrity tracks, I think. Uh, it went through many, many incarnations. Originally just called Band. Um, but the next track we have for you guys is uh, For the Good of Getting Better. And if you can't find the words to say it, here's the music. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice. Man, <laughs> hey, I forgot man, all man, about man. that one. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, that was one of my personal favorites, just because it had a really cool bass part. It's a lot of fun to play. Oh, so I dug the uh, the breakdown in that. I thought that was the epitome of crowd participation for our yeah. live show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was. That's. I mean, that oh was. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! I'm just like it's flooding back. With, like that's. <laughs> That was like our most important, like one of our most important parts of the set. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, it was that, that was really stripped down. It was Andy, yeah. with just his, mm-hmm. and then came in with, mm-hmm. with the, the, the words and it was able, you know, the, the people that did know our songs were able to sing along and yeah. really get yeah. involved in a very intimate, uh, you know, part of that song. And I just remember the breakdown yeah. every time we hit that, I was always just so like mm-hmm. performance, you know? Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of the things like I miss the most probably is the performance performing on a live stage. Like there is nothing like it. There's nothing like playing in front of screaming fans. Like there is just nothing that is the same as that experience. Um, yeah, they get it. That's the vibe, right? So like yeah. you're putting out 
what you felt at that moment and they're singing it back to you that's it that's the best yeah yeah it, i you know some of the, the, it's it's hard and it's i will say it's hard to top you know experiencing this like you know in my you know late teens early 20s i feel like i did have a a big kind of crazy experience that i you know and then it came back down to earth afterward uh in a way um and just you know I, you know, went to college, I, you know, moved up to Madison, I did a lot of stuff and eventually came back to the studio for podcasting, you know, but it, there was definitely a long time. I just kind of went away from anything audio related, you know, so yeah, I'm back though. Um, but, uh, <laughs> this, uh, did I ever show you send out scuds that, um, uh, a ska band from Cornerstone, Wayne? I don't know if you ever no. in the van when I was playing that, but this production probably might have been sleeping. Probably, um, but yeah, th this production sounds very much like Send Out Scuds. I know that's a very, very vague reference. If anyone out there remembers Send Out Scuds, then comment on something that we have because call in. <laughs> I want to know. I just want to talk to you. Oh yeah, call in one six zero eight hit nerd. That is our phone number if you want to <laughs> call in. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, we've just gotten a uh, a car, a, a lady talking to us about a warranty or something. I we, don't know. We gave her all our info. We <laughs> gave her all of our We're info. We're secure now. And yeah, now we are good to go. Yeah, uh, my my social is in the good. right hands. My my car is safe. My uh my credit score is low, but I think that's good. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's like golf. Yeah, yeah not yeah, a yeah. low credit score. Uh -huh. She's helping us with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, if anyone else wants to call in, one six zero eight hit nerd. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, this is just, uh, I want to give a, a shout out to uh, the production actually uh, quick because uh, we have uh, Jack Le Letourneau and Perry Blanchard. Um, and it was uh, E-Labs at the time. Um, and I, I do have to say, uh, you know, a special thanks to Jack Letourneau. He has actually passed away in 2017. Uh, when I was doing research for this, I found out that. But he's a Madison uh, uh, music producer guy. So uh, if you're a local listener, uh, you know, my, my you know, thoughts go to you and your families. And thank you for, you know, your, your whoever, you know, making this for us. Because it was a big deal when we did this. Like, this was... And he was, he was so typical and sound engineer right mm -hmm. so like i remember yeah real real pro yeah but it was like i think it, i think it might have been me actually and we were doing a harmony and i was coming in flat and like i thought i hit it and i like took my headphones off to come out and he was like no get back in <laughs> <laughs> just uh, like <laughs> i was like what was wrong with that and he was like that was flat go higher and i was like Oh, yeah. <laughs> and hell yeah you. no but, bullshit hey That's he great. was he he was right and I mean, yeah yeah got it back together it's just i was just remember thinking wow this guy he does not cut corners he was just no i'm not gonna let this mm -hmm. sound like he's not recording flat gonna... shit no 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 he doesn't record flat no <laughs> <laughs> if we're doing it we're doing Especially. it right god damn it yeah yeah that was yeah it was a really really great time that was one of my first times in madison um i feel like i've driven past where that studio was a few times but um i don't think it's the same uh, the same over by the, the same thing right over by what fish hatch it was yeah, like yeah 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 fish hatch yeah 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 uh i remember thinking the traffic was crazy 
now it's every day of my life. Uh, <laughs> you and your rural roots. <laughs> so many cars. Too many cars. <laughs> All those fucking Badger games. Um, this uh, next track we have for you guys is uh i mean i i i'm i love all these songs i can't i can't lie to you guys these are like my babies so i'm just gonna mostly say positive things but this is what is it with words i i another classic alacrity tune another beautiful baby yeah yeah this one is one of two tracks where uh phil is gaslighting our teacher mr forrest davis (laughs) 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 basically uh uh you know just just quick tldr we had an ap english teacher that was very much a hippie very much like just open you know, revolutionary hippie type, and uh, he being from a very conservative Christian family, didn't get along. No. Uh, they butt heads a few times, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, she really got under his skin, and <laughs> this is one of two examples of that. Sorry, Phil, if no one was supposed to know about that, but that's what we're here for, guys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's like, a, it's like a weird pop-up video version. Yeah, this is in my fact, this is my personal pop-up video. So uh, yeah, this is the uh, the the uh, if you're an Alacrity fan, you want to know all the dirty little secrets. Uh, <laughs> just listen in. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is uh, is a fun track though. I mean, I, I enjoy playing the song regardless of I the fact that I love Mr. Forrest Davis. She was one of my favorite teachers uh, when we were when we had her. But uh, yeah, not a fan of Phil. <laughs> And she feel not a fan of her. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't even want to really get into the lyrics for this. Honestly, it's just uh, uh, if 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 you're curious, go listen to the song. It's on it's on YouTube. I think all of the "You Are Here" EP stuff is on YouTube. Um, I think this one had a video. Did you guys do a concert or something with this one? There, yeah. There's a handful of videos of us. I think there's a couple of videos of us playing this one, uh, but I don't think any of them are like a official music video. No, uh, no, no official video. Yeah, yeah. There was a con- a concert that you guys did, or like it wasn't oh, really a concert. It was like I, a the one with John Schlitt, the maybe. the the old guy that yeah, played with us yeah, for a track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, when we talked about doing this this morning. I uh, I pulled <laughs> pulled some of those videos up. Yeah, it's yeah. Wayne Wayne had his hair like died in the center i remember that and yeah and he looked looked like a leopard he had spots on his head (laughs) nice (laughs) oh yeah i probably had straightened hair or something and if you look at wayne's shirt it's got myspace like alacrity at myspace.com yeah yeah Yeah. myspace myspace that was urban theater up in Madison. We were oh yeah, the urban theater. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was that was like our our like 
one of our best like recorded live performances i think uh it's actually really good you guys had a yeah. lot of energy it was it yeah was really pumped you know yeah that was fun yeah that was also in in madison i think that we came up to but um yeah yeah i don't i have to see if they st- they're still doing that because like you know it's all streaming now or whatever like yeah i don't i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that ended a few years back oh man uh, it's such a cool thing for like community members though you know like but made us funny. made us feel like a million bucks right um but yeah yeah this is a fun track uh i i enjoy playing it quite a bit it um it hit it hit different it was like um it was it was it still had the same high energy, but it was like one of our slower songs, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, because there's like some of the like, like things that the vocals going over top are like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just, it seems like it takes on a different pace, almost as if, uh, like, you, I know you don't want to get in the lyrics of it because it's a vendetta <laughs> song. Still. Yeah. Right. But, but it's it's almost like he wanted he wanted people to focus more on what he had to say for this track in particular. Yeah, than, definitely. Yeah. Than the other ones. Yeah. And like, I think that I think yes, the monster harmony throughout mm-hmm. were were a big focus point because if you if you hear the layers on top, then you're going to hear those words. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's what the goal was for him. Yeah, like that that like section I just chose right there is just, you know, you hear everything that he is saying, you yeah. know. Um and that's also like, you know, kind of uh some of Phil's lyrical content in a nutshell uh for this and the next album. Um just, just revenge. <laughs> just <laughs> revenge <laughs> fantasies on his 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 liberal teacher that he hates. Uh but uh but uh uh yeah yeah that's she she loved it by the way she was a real good sport about all of this like he's she being you know creative. he's being pretty clearly like you know she he, he she was at one of the shows and he was like this one's for you and it's just like what is it with words it's and she's the english teacher it's it was just his big fuck you or whatever and then she's just like oh very good yeah that was a good song <laughs> so like fucking kudos to mr forrest davis by the way for being a good sport about it <laughs> but uh oh, you kids oh you you kids you just hate class you know um but yeah this next track we have for you is uh definitely you know especially with with wayne one of our one of our best ones that we we've thrown together this one is the one that you uh um you know you actually made the main lick for the song um this is the aviator I think my only beef with that clip is that the local <laughs> vocals don't go longer. You know? Yeah, they end abruptly. Yeah, yeah. But it's an EP. It's fine. You know. Live though. You know, that's that the live though when we did that, like that was live and uncut. Yeah, we would just we just it was inspired, I think, by the 
you know, at least for me and Phil, by the feeling this song uh, from Blink One Eight Two, it had an ending that had a lot of layered vocals between uh, him and him and Mark or Tom and Mark. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think we nailed it. I think we nailed the homage, if that's what the word is. Uh, I love this song uh, just yeah. based on that it was so much fun to play. It yeah. was a, it was. I mean, it, it was it was difficult in the sense that there's a lot going on throughout the yeah. entire track. This one I remember being like, like kind of complicated to like finish. Like it was, it felt like there was just we kept on putting more in it. You know, it's because nobody wanted it to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah but i just re- i just remember always having fun with it and i think didn't we stop after like 16 measures wasn't that like eventually where we went we were like think, uh, yeah yeah i mean th- to- there was probably a number <laughs> <laughs> yeah fun, though. yeah yeah because because we i think we did have to figure out like because we yeah because we were layering the vocals we did have to figure out like the perfect you know amount of time amount of vocals to to do before you know before that got you know overstayed its welcome or something you know well and that's i think you know back to jack letourneau uh at yeah. e-lab yeah. um i think the reason that that version ended so abruptly was because he was basically like, you guys aren't freddie mercury we're not doing 27 parts <laughs> you, you know you're just you're done this pre-recording stuff. yeah well, he's like you guys are a pop punk band what are you doing <laughs> right, right. Uh, he uh he kind of pushed us to that uh short yeah, plank. yeah 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 we, we were probably getting to the end of our time too you know so. yeah i'm pretty sure he gave us a few extra hours probably probably yeah yeah live though dude that that shit would give you chills like i remember watching oh, live and that like that song stood yeah. out to me out of all the alacrity songs mm-hmm. um for its energy and obviously for that that vocal part like i mm-hmm. remember learning the guitar part because i was like dude that that's like catchy you know yeah yeah it was so, it was a good so, lick like so it was like the guitar was catchy the vocals were catchy and then you know you had the the harmonies at the end that would you know send chills in your arms so yeah, yeah, because because you know when we did it live, you know that was like you know you have to like pull it off, you know, like you can't be flat, sharp, or whatever. Like you have to like you know you got to land it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, oh my god, we put so much time and energy into vocals, man. Like <laughs> that was that was something we like. I remember when Phil found out I could sing. He's like, "Yo, you can sing?" I'm like, "I guess." He's like, "Well, you can keep a note," and I'm like. All right, I guess I'm singing now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for believing in me, Master Phil. Yes, thank you. And we, <laughs> speaking of Master Phil, uh, uh, we did used to joke that the band could be called Phil Ackerty, uh, because he was, you know, kind of uh, uh, he, he he wanted to be in control at all times. Uh, uh, he was very much your, you know, lead singer archetype, if you will. Um, my band yeah 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 very much uh uh i mean he was a big fan of axel rose if that tells you anything um so uh (laughs) 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 no shade but uh uh not not the most fun uh band leader to have around but he was talented he was definitely he he was and is you know a talented individual um and 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 a great songwriter um but uh yeah there was definitely and 
I agree. When, when, I mean, just for my, my brief experience working with him, when Phil and I were on the same page, mm-hmm. I felt like the songs we'd come up with were just fire. They were just, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what, and then, but it was just like, as soon as we were done creating together, there was this divide where mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know. Like he just, okay, good. Thanks. You, I can on and off switch. Like I'm done with you now. Goodbye. Yeah. And I don't know what the holdup was. And frankly, you know, at this stage of my life, I don't care, but, uh, it was, it could, it could be one of many things, you know, I just but, think that yeah, that kind yeah. of growth, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I mean, you know, I, I think we did a, you know, I, I think we did a great job with whatever happened to good TV. Uh, but, uh, definitely by the end of, uh, you know, my experience, I, you know, I did not want to be in the band anymore. Uh, I literally prayed for them to fire me, uh, because I, I couldn't quit and, uh, they fired me a week later. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't pray a lot, these Thank days, God. but, uh, that one worked. Um, and, um, yeah, it was just, uh, uh as far as being a, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't a, you know, hardcore conservative Christian, really. I was, I had, you know, different wavering views on Christianity than them. And, uh, yeah, ultimately, um, you know, I left the band as well. And, um, yeah, they continued on. They're still going uh, with At The Wayside is, uh, you know, has a couple, you know, really solid pop punk albums. Um, No shade at all, like, to their production or anything, songwriting, like, I... I enjoyed the the follow up and then the newest one, uh, the breakdown and the uh, something. Um, I think is probably their their best best success. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't. Even, the last music video they put out, I was thoroughly impressed with. I thought it was a catchy tune. I thought uh, the, their production level was good, but yeah, um, yeah. And, like I said, I know Phil has talent. I know he's a, a really good musician. I just wish that um, I just wish that there would have been a separation between w- what he felt he was at that point and mm-hmm. what he ultimately could have been. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, you know he he's he's definitely someone that uh, could be on a national stage, you know, as far as, you know, being a musician and making, you know, uh, uh, some hit tunes and stuff. Um, I think it's just, um, yeah, uh, we, we, we also, uh, we should mention we are, this is, uh, around 2007, 2008 that we put out these. And, uh, if you weren't there at the time, pop punk was a little bit on the way out. Um, as far as in my, in my opinion, I feel like we were, it was a little bit on the decline, uh, and unless it was like emo pop punk, um, it was like not, you know, the popular stuff being poppy and, and, and bubbly and stuff wasn't, wasn't the thing of the day. So I also think that there's part of that that hindered, uh, us cause it was, you know, wrong place, wrong time, even though it was like, you know, solid music, but, um, weirdly now we are having somewhat of a pop punk resurgence. Uh, from what I oh, understand, uh, the best thing, best thing about my daughter being involved in music right now is I was able to show her some of the stuff I listen to, like your something corporates and your yeah. early November, yeah, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. She is vibing it right now, which is just yeah, awesome for me because I get to listen to all my Mexican. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've been like walking through like grocery stores and been like hearing some like you know uh, uh old, like old Blink One Eighty Two or uh, or some Forty One or some shit, and it's just like oh yeah, cool. I I don't know why this is happening, but I'm I'm about it. Um, but yeah, it's 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 uh yeah having us. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I get you know Simple Plan did say that they're you know coming back or something and i think that's a sign of that's that was the sign that pop punk was on the way out last time so i hope it's yeah. hope it's not the same this time <laughs> they're doing a tour they're, doing, they're going to the rave with uh yeah, who the hell is it i do Some anything one in simple plan yeah. yeah 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 have you gone to see them oh no oh, okay. that's just that's i don't know yeah i was about to say uh uh, uh i do anything is like one of the horsemen of the pop punk apocalypse that music video with Simple plan and Mark Hoppus. Yeah. I do anything just to hold you in my arms. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Please don't do. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to all of our listeners. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's uh, uh, you know that's the you are here EP though. Uh, all the tracks on um, you know that that recording that me and you know Wayne uh, uh, recorded together, and uh, JoJo was there for. I don't know if you were actually in the studio when we did that, but you were there for a lot of nah. fucking stuff. So, um, do you remember? Do you remember when we were heading out towards uh, was it Pennsylvania or New Hampshire or something? And we we told JoJo to hide in the van and not tell Andy, and we hid JoJo <laughs> in blankets for nine hours, and we get to like the east side of Ohio. Oh shit! Yeah. And <laughs> Jesus man, and Jojo's like, I can't do this anymore. It's too fucking hot in here. And <laughs> Andy's in the Andy's in the bathroom, and we're like, Jojo, that's fine. Let's just go. And he runs in as Andy's coming out, and he goes, Oh, Andy, you come here too? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That uh... he had just. Like eight nine hours with him in the van. Oh <laughs> my god, that's the so whole time you guys were trying to get him to talk shit on me. Like Jojo, <laughs> <laughs> like Andy, don't you think Jojo's a shithead? You know, <laughs> he's just like, what? <laughs> why are you guys talking about my friend that way? Yeah, why are you guys talking <laughs> so badly about Jojo? <laughs> it's like Jojo's cool. I don't know. I don't know what you guys mean. <laughs> that was so. Much, uh, uh, I was gonna say uh, another another memory uh, that I need to mention is uh, the time that the bus broke down, and I think it was on the way to Launchpad or back or something. But eventually, all of us started to scream different shit, and by the end of it, we were all just screaming Bob Saget as loudly as we can <laughs> yes, <I remember. laughs> at the top of our lungs. Oh my! God. <laughs> like it went from like actual frustration oh and anger to like this lethargic like or this <laughs> cathartic like you know it was pure insanity that, that wasn't launch what, what was that, that wasn't uh, was that? the bus didn't until after launch pad okay, it was after okay. it was after was, we went to t that was uh, wayne's van wasn't that your van no it was, it was the bus i think it was, had, a, it was the I first time the bus, bus had a problem yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it had the wheelchair lifts, which was dope as it, hell. It, the the tires popped. Remember the the double yeah. tires popped. Uh huh. Uh huh. That, yeah. Uh, where was that? We were coming back from somewhere. Was it Rockford? Maybe. 
Maybe. It was I know it wasn't too far from home. Like it wasn't like we were stranded. It wasn't the- like when we were stranded with the the van from my dad. Were you there with that oh, one? Oh yeah. Yeah, we we killed my dad's van. Yeah. That was the, <laughs> We that got was to <laughs> We got to Rockford. We checked the fucking stick for the transmission. We're like, "Huh." The transmission fluid's empty. Let's fill it up and keep going. And, like, we did. And, like, uh, basically, we just kept on filling it with transmission fluid. And we never thought, like, oh, maybe the transmission's broken or something. And then, like, in Pennsylvania, it completely broke down. My dad, is a, he's a Methodist pastor, so he, he called up a local Methodist pastor. And we stayed the night there. And then, um, yeah, we were able to get it back to Indiana before it completely fucking died. But but that was the best. That was the best trailer park ever that we got to stay at. Remember that dude's dude. trailer had us in ground pool. Yeah, yeah, he had a what? pool we could swim in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in it was an in ground pool outside of a trailer in a trailer park. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. It was dope with a diving. It was awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Thank you couple that let us stay at your house i have no oh, idea who I you are that. i was there I <laughs> oh were you there too yeah oh shit we were gonna yeah. play with we were we were supposed to play in new hampshire with 117 we played yeah. in pennsylvania yeah. and then we were, we were gonna play in new hampshire with 117 before going to maine but we had to bail out because the bus broke down we were heading back yeah and the we van broke down and went uh we only got to play that one show with them and then we went back and we, the van officially died in indiana yeah uh, about a town away from gary i think it was yeah. it was like one exit away from gary and then our parents came and which, various parents came and picked us up which uh, we probably would have died had it been gary yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was a it was the murder, murder capital murder capital of the u.s at the time i think yes uh, yeah yeah um oh good old gary indiana oh gary uh <laughs> And also, that's not the only vehicle I I totaled from my dad's in Indiana. I totaled a LeSabre that my dad owned in Indiana as well. Yeah, yeah. I went. Yeah, uh huh. LeBaron LeSabre. I wish they had made one. Buick, Buick LeBaron. We drive a lot of Buicks in this family. Didn't but, they drive? No, there was a LeBaron. Andy had a LeBaron. That's right, there was a. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's a nif- that's another story. Andy, the drummer, had a car that was a Chrysler LeBaron, and yes. there was a time I got pulled over in said LeBaron, and the <laughs> cop just looks at my license and he's like, "Seriously?" And I'm like, "It's not my car. It's my friend's car. <laughs> I wouldn't do that." Like, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I I did total another of my dad's vehicles in Indiana. That state hates uh, you. Yeah, I after that point, I would no longer drive in Indiana, and I haven't since because Indiana, where I was born, uh, wants me to die there. I'm sure of it. Like a really Did big Andy final ever, destination. Pretty much, yeah, right? <laughs> Did Andy ever tell you about the time we went to uh, uh, Dubuque in the middle of the night? This is the first time I ever met the kid. Oh, shit. <laughs> it, was like, it was like one thing in the morning, I'm hanging out at Perth. Yeah. And he's like him, him, and a couple other his friends. They were like rolling silver. I was like, "Do you guys even work here?" And no, we're just helping our friend because we're gonna go to Dubuque. And I was like, "Oh shit, you're gonna go to Dubuque now?" It was like one thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, I remember and hearing about this. Yeah, and he goes, "Yeah, you want to go?" And I was like, "Well, kinda now." 
So <laughs> yeah, now that you yeah. mention it, I mean, ne- why not? It sounds pretty cool. Never met him, and I'm like, sure, man, we'll go. So I followed my car out. I followed his car out to Dubuque, yeah, all the way down. Yeah. High- we pull off a of Highway 11 at about three <laughs> thirty or four in the morning, and this I was had with two- Clint. You were with Clint. Clint was no, the- I was. no Clint was his friend. I think. No, no, no. It was Chris Bohr. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Bohr. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Anyone guys just, just bear with us. I know these are a lot of names that you, you don't know in person, but Chris Bohr, he was, he was, sorry, continue. I remember the story too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. So I had, I had two cases of Roman candles. So I gave them a case and we like, good fellas each other parked our cars sideways in the middle of this road just out roman candles at each other's vehicles and like had this all-out war in the middle of nowhere and then as soon as it was over we got in our car and just continued to dubuque went to the local walmart ate a english muffin and then drove our happy asses back home it yeah. was the dumbest most fun thing i'd ever done yeah i i remember like being very like like almost jealous when i heard about it i was like dude that all sounds amazing. Brad wants to go yeah, to Dubuque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only time I've been to Dubuque, and I, I got to say, fantastic little place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm got a great I'm... Walmart. <laughs> yeah, great. Let's let's reenact that as a as adults, uh, as full full blown adults, <laughs> trying not to get, get arrested. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there's yeah, there's a lot of a lot of great. Uh, we had a lot of really really good times in uh, the band Alacrity. Um, but uh, unfortunately, at some point, uh, that did uh, come to an end. As far as with uh, you being in the in the group, uh, we were signed yeah. for a short time. Right about right about now is like when, right? So it was yeah, right, after. right about now. Well, I think you were you were still in for a good while after the EP, but then yeah, the EP the EP came out and we started writing for the next album. Oh wait, when and, did you get married? Uh, Two thousand seven. <laughs> Because, uh, as you remember very probably vividly, uh, the reason given by our genius uh, in chief Andy Lutz, uh, uh, Wayne was like, "Hey, can I get a reason for uh, you know why I'm not in the band?" And he's like, "You're married, and that's weird." And yeah. we collectively just, why did you open your mouth? Uh, but yeah, so uh, it wasn't the best breakup. I will say, uh, as far as you know, uh, it, with with time to reflect on it and uh, uh, you know uh, think think better about it as being in a group with you know collaborators, you know, uh, uh, wasn't wasn't the best way to leave things off with you, Wayne. Well, and I just remember Scott, our record label guy, uh, Scott Spurgett, fantastic human being, and probably one of my favorite individuals I've ever met. Um, He's right. <laughs> I remember, well, so this is when Phil was talking that Robert, Rod, Robert, Rob, Robert, 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 yes, he's on the back he of was the like, back of the album. Yeah, he was going to be like the the best thing for the band and blah blah. And yeah, he turned <laughs> he turned out to be just a well, just a <laughs> shit essentially. Um, yeah, not very helpful. Right, right, but yeah, and, yeah. and Scott, our record label, was paying him. Mm-hmm. And this guy was literally trying to get us to leave Scott, <laughs> the guy who's yeah. paying him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And 
I just remember when when I everything was all said and done and I was out of the band. Yeah. Scott Scott Sperger and I uh he was like, What what happened? And I said, Well, you know, I I'd love to be able to tell you I know the answer to that question. I don't. Um, but I said, if I were you, I'd start trying to figure out your next moves because things seem a little a little rocky right now with with the mentality of the guys in the group and uh scott was like well would you be interested in doing like a new project a side project or something like that and i was oh yeah i, was like, oh. I, think I remember hearing about that briefly right did it, yeah. did it end up hap- did you end up putting something out no no because okay. um yeah you know, i mentioned i had just gotten married and yeah that's uh, true. i don't wanted to do the you know the married life thing yeah 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 no i I visited you uh a couple times uh after you got married um you were yeah you were you were kind of you were getting your family started man yeah yeah Yeah, and that's you know that's the journey i needed to be on so it all worked out yeah yeah absolutely um and uh yeah i mean you know after this album you know i parted ways with them as well um you know and i saw them maybe like once or twice after that um but uh yeah, it was it was definitely something as, you know, far as I go, I, you know, I was I was I was I was done, you know, for for a while. Um the the record industry's rough. <laughs> I, we 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 both have this like cautionary tale about the record industry or whatever and well not just the record I industry loved but just the, like the music industry. Um I loved the the music side of it. I oh, loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you know trying to to vie for you know distribution trying to vie for tours trying to you know pick out which of these uh, uh figures like managers record labels promoters are going to be important in your journey like now i feel like if i you know started a band right now like you know th- this stuff wouldn't be uh, uh you know at all uh, an issue uh, really frightening or weird you know but but you know as a as a young you know uh, uh you know teenage person it was definitely like uh a lot of uh, a lot of like adult things i had to kind of figure out uh, uh very quickly uh, as far as like uh, uh let's just say legal text without getting too detailed with the next part of the story which i'm not sure that i should talk about on mic but um yeah, yeah. There, there was uh, uh, it, it, it was a slightly rocky road leading leading away from from Spurgatory, but um, but uh, I, you know, this is fifteen some year odd years later. I have no ill will towards anyone involved in in you know the stuff. It's you know it's a it's a different lifetime ago, you know. Um, but uh, Wayne, would you be interested in hearing any of these? Uh, whatever happened to Good TV, or did you want to uh, get out of here? No, I mean I'm. <clears throat> I got a couple more minutes here. Um, okay, I was gonna say you want to stay till what... the you want to stay till the the just the break, and then um, yeah, we can maybe work. cover some of this uh, after that. Yeah. Sure. Wait, do you have any specific? Actually, you know, do you have any specific songs on the album that you are interested in hearing? Well, do you have the track listing? Yeah. So I have "Good Luck." We're all counting on you. Beyond belief, a better me. The truth is, a friend's point of view. After how hard I tried, wait up. Seven minutes after, and Abby's song. Well, there's also the Power Rangers theme. So the uh, <laughs> the the first one is it was called something else. It was yeah. Album. We just we came up with this for the album, right? And yeah. then 
the truth is, wasn't that called Just Words? No, there's also Just Words. Oh, Just Words. Okay. Just so, Words is uh, also, also one. Yeah. Yeah. So a friend's point of view would be one that we should hit on because that yeah, yeah, that's definitely. actually pre this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Good Luck Raw County on You, uh, Just yeah. Words be great. And then uh, Seven Minutes After is another one that was pre this album. So. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, um, yeah, let's hear a little bit of. Uh, I'll do it in the in the order they come in in the album, but um, yeah, this is a little bit of "Good Luck, We're All Counting on You." By the way, at the beginning of this, shout out to uh, to Dan Needham for uh, his his uh, production. He's the one that produced this album, and uh, just getting into this, you would have loved Dan Needham. You guys would have got along like best friends. But it's you know, um, he was he was a really really fun guy. Uh, he might actually be on the podcast at some point. He's still you know doing his production stuff. Um, but yeah, that was good luck. We're all counting on you. Which is a reference to... Yeah, Phil probably would have hated it if I would have got along with him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we were... Yeah, he was... Uh, he was really... Well, he was really good at, like... Uh, uh, he kind of took charge in the studio, though. Like, like uh, it wasn't quite the same dynamic when Dan was kind of at the helm uh, doing the producer thing. He was really, really good at, like... Like getting on each of our levels, you know, he was he's great. Okay. Guy. Um, but uh, yeah, and and uh, I want to say you played this one with us a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, God, what was it, was it called? Before? It was called the School Christian. The School Christian. <laughs> I'm sorry. Remember? I'm sorry. Yeah, there, that's why we changed it. It's not yeah. a not a great title. No, the, no, just the school Christian. Don't you remember? I tried to get us to change it back then. Oh yeah, yeah. And Phil was like, "No, why would we change it?" And I was like, "Oh, never mind. This is one <laughs> to fight for right now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that's just not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It's a. Uh, what's up? Do you remember the drum, the opening drums? Andy. Having such a hard time with it that Phil was like, "No," he'd stop and he would like, he'd get real, like stretch neck Phil, like, "No, you're doing it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he, he would he would make him move, and then he would show him like like he was a like an infant, right? He would like make get off the drum, and he had so you see the you're missing the brr, and he uh huh uh huh uh huh yeah 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 the is very very important. You need a med- <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah well because phil played everything he like he was a percussionist you know percussionist anthem and um yeah he could like as far as you know most of us he could play everything better than we could uh when it came down to it like he he could take the bass and just fuck you um and uh yeah yeah andy you know andy was a good drummer but um phil was he was obsessed with drums so 
Yeah, I don't know. Bill was um, obsessed with perfection, and yeah, that, I think definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a professional. Yeah, and that's one of his best qualities. But it, like by default, it's also one of his worst. And I, he is one of the most talented people locally. You know, yeah, he just yeah. sometimes he gets in his own way. Well, yeah, I, I, I especially since uh, you know knowing him and you know doing research on you know a lot more music. Um, you know, I understand his kind of uh, uh, love of like Mac- Michael Jackson and the Beach Boys because those are two figures that where perfectionism ate away at them and they had a a, a difficult time uh, growing up. And so, um, yeah, I think that he very much like he had he, he had he, he always had something to prove to himself, and uh, sometimes that wasn't uh, you know. Uh, uh, communicated in a healthy way you know what i mean but do you remember do you remember jojo uh jojo was playing the drums at the time too oh joe joe uh oh wait this jojo this jojo yeah oh, were we trying Vivid, jojo for a second <laughs> he was playing the he was playing the drums and he came in and he sat down at a practice and the very first thing he did was that opening to the school christian or good luck we're all counting on you yeah and yeah. Phil- Bill looked at every like all of us with wide eyes as if to say we found a new drummer and then <laughs> mean oh, mugged no. the piss. Do you remember that? I do no, remember I d- that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. There's probably some stuff I blocked out. <laughs> it was in basement. I remember yeah. that because I, I had I felt like I had to prove a point because Andy wouldn't Andy would never like look at me as a drummer i was always a trombone player <laughs> yeah so i right. was like I, I was like i'm a drummer and i just remember sitting down and be like i'm gonna do this you know and yeah I remember yeah phil looking at me and like yeah i remember that and i was like dude it'd be tight to be in a band with wayne you know like, <laughs> dude yeah that, that's the incarnation of alacrity we need to you know <laughs> i was gonna say there's there's uh we, between me and wayne you know we could do we could pull a uh, pink floyd and like start touring under the banner alacrity you know just playing the stuff from this ep or, or just <laughs> I think we should call it Labraclity. Labraclity. <laughs> and then actually have Brack come in and play with us. Yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. I think Brack's open. He's got a ukulele, you know? Uh, uh, or we could go back to Acrid Alacrity, you know? Labarons? Yeah. That's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah, it is a mouthful. But, you know, maybe we should have just powered through with that one, though. Maybe maybe if we powered through with Acrid Alacrity, it would have been a thing you think that would have been the difference maker maybe that's that's it maybe that's all that would stood between us and uh international success although we did we, oh. we did get an album in japan so that was big in it too yeah yeah they liked it because pop punk was actually like doing well in japan at the time well remember that we were going to go out there for uh like oh, eight yeah. dates and yeah that's Fukushima. right oh yeah that's it was right. like some the tsunami shut everything down and we were yeah. like yeah this guy's <laughs> yeah yeah we'll we'll reschedule that one um did. that is one thing they did say if they ever toured in japan that i was allowed to come with them but it never did happen unfortunately if you're a japanese listener out there and you remember alacrity i want to hear from you more than anyone else 608 <laughs> hit nerd <laughs> i am so curious <laughs> what that's code. like <laughs> oh shit one 608 hit nerd is it one? I, I don't think, it's, think it's one. It's probably it's probably zero one. Do whatever you got to do. Maybe just go to the Discord or the uh, the Twitter. Actually, that might be easier. 
Um, but uh, the next one you said was, uh, was it a friend's point of view or the truth is? Did you want to hear the truth is? Uh, I think it was a friend's point of view, just words, seven minutes after. Yeah, but- yeah. So here is a friend's point of view. I know the clips are a little long for this album, but Scott's Burger can come at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a friend's point of view. And oh my God, dude, the fucking solo, man. Rips. Uh, and it, they, it changed for this album, too. It yeah, was, yeah. It was Phil, different, right? Yeah, Phil did change uh, a lot of the, just a lot of the solo-y things in general. I, I think yeah. it's because the ability to harmonize live on the solos diminished prior yeah. to the album what ah, could have happened yeah 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 there might be a guitar missing maybe yeah yeah, yeah. and so, um, so i just remember like that solo live when we were jamming it was just face melting right because at yeah, the end it was of, yeah it was like the beginning is a little it, similar but yeah yeah so in the do 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 right but yeah. at the end it and it went down yeah and oh, it was that was harmony and then we went right into the and it was the all the the uh the, the gana, vocals gana, yeah all the vocals yeah 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 right. that part that part's I, still that there my, but yeah you're right that was my guitar spin yeah. <sighs> oh the guitar spin yes uh, <laughs> so, yeah so much yeah, yeah. So, if you're unfamiliar, Dave, when you when you get guitar locks, you're able to spin your oh, guitar no. and probably break it. <laughs> but you didn't. You you did not. I think I think Phil and Peter had him fly off of a couple times. But, fly off me once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it was when they're usually when they're practicing with them though that they would would be flying off. But in some high school. Uh, hallway somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I got in my brain. It's all I can remember. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, we should put we we put on a fucking show though. We really did like fucking like rock the fuck out. You know, run around the stage. I was I had my hair long as hell, head banging it all over the place. I, I was you know I was a cool kid then. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I think I knew that our stage show was like the bread and butter at Summerfest, right? So we Ooh, were playing. Yeah, that was our big we moment. Playing, <laughs> yeah, it was a big stage, and yeah. it, we were early in the day, and people were there was tons of people all around. But I remember it was when we were going into uh, that one tour. No, no, no. We were on tour. We had to fly back. We were in the back. middle of tour. Yeah. We had to fly yeah. back to DC or fly from DC to Milwaukee. 
right and then back five in the morning because we took Mm -hmm. the red eye out of dc Mm -hmm. and then we Mm -hmm. we were done playing we had like two hours to hang out with everybody and then we had to go back to the airport and fly back on out um because I drive to Jersey for a double header the next two consecutive nights in Morristown where that hookah bar was. Oh, the hookah bar. Yeah, hookah it was a good bar. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just remember, I forget, we we did uh, uh, the opening to Doug. Remember the vocal parts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah, that's so, right. I remember, like, we were, we were, like, in our second song. I think or that might have even been our opener, but I just remember there's so many people walking around Summerfest. It was it was nuts, but there wasn't too many people at our stage just yet. And yeah. then we bu- we busted out with Doug. We started with the Doug entrance, and it was it was like you saw the zombie horde turn their yeah. head off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then they all when they all came in, and it was like at that point we had them. Yeah, and from from that point on like it was our stage was the stage to be at mm-hmm. and i just remember going over to the merch table afterwards because uh was it scoville was he there that day i think scoville was probably there yeah yeah definitely yeah. shout out to, to steve scoville uh right up there yeah. with jojo as far as uh being our our like our, our crew guy you know and right. good friend roadie yeah roadie's um, the term and- that's the term yeah 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 <laughs> And I just remember going over and it was like shirts were flying and CDs were flying. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, damn, we could have brought more from our, because we, we had all most of our stuff in DC where our van was. Yeah, that's our, right. And I, and I just remember thinking we could have capitalized on this so much more. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Cause, uh, uh so- yeah, the tour wasn't, uh, it wasn't a lot of big shows this tour no which we kind of got flabbergasted by rob yeah. or anthony and because yeah. he said that and will it was the next big thing and i'm not sure but i i thought we paid to be on that tour with will oh, yeah. and we get oh, out, yeah. <laughs> we we get out to like wyoming and there's like four people there yeah there's less people than there are setting up equipment yeah right like what's why why are we i thought yeah. this will and was yeah, yeah. Was it? Man, they're off the hook. <laughs> they're so like people are just just it's selling out every city. Uh, and then yeah. they had they had this like like gimmick. Uh, this this I, I hope it wasn't a a like a, a donation scheme or anything. But there was the yeah yeah they had the feed the children thing that they were Food doing for the hungry. Food for the, Food for the hungry. hungry. Food for the hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope sincerely that that was what they were doing with the uh, said cash, but I I don't know in retrospect. Maybe they were very hungry. They uh, were the hungry. <laughs> maybe they were the hungry. <laughs> that's what the donations were for. Like they're not lying. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of Food true. for the hungry. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm hungry right now. That's, that's a good point. That's a very good point, Jojo. I never considered that. Uh, <laughs> they were they were telegraphing it to us the whole time. That's a good way to give tips, dude. I'm gonna put that on my tip jar. Now. <laughs> food for the food hungry. For the hungry. <laughs> no, Andy, Andy signed up and sponsored one of those kids. Oh, yeah. It was like twenty bucks a month, and then after like six months, Andy's like, "I can't do this anymore." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, you couldn't do it to begin with. We told you that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, you, you shot the spiel every night. You know, eventually, like it, it must have got to him. You know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Was, Will and Ilya was the other band. Ilya was dope. Ilya, Ilya's still doing their thing, but there's yeah. only two 
two surviving members, I think, or yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think so. It is, I can't imagine the lead singer's still in it. No, she's not. Uh, no. It, I went and visited fair- her in uh, Nashville while we were down there. Oh, really? Yeah, she gave me a haircut. <laughs> it was That's the most sweet. terrifying hangout thing that I think I've ever had <laughs> with a girl. But, uh, yeah. Like, I sat there, I, I sat, like, you know how, like, hardcore she was? <laughs> she had those, like, yeah. those, those piercing eyes, you know? Uh, what was her name? Uh, she was really into you. I don't think she was. I'm or if she did, sure. or if she was, she didn't, she didn't know how to show that yet. But, like, kidding? I sat down with her to hang out with her in, t- in Tennessee, and, like, I forget what she said, but she, like, straight up insulted my ass. And I'm like... I need to go to the bathroom. Maybe she was just awkward. I don't know. But we were both, you know, I was awkward too. You know, there was this no, so you know, there's probably just just some people missing each other's signs left and right. But um, yeah, it was it was a weird date. Sorry uh, if if you if you happen to be listening to this in the future, uh, uh, hit me up if you're single. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I but, thought, yeah, I'm, the whole tour I thought she was into you I just remember because any chance she got to touch your hair or to sit next to you or anything oh wait like I that, think you might be thinking of a different member of the band the lead singer the pink hair really she was touching my yeah. hair I think Man, you're not I was, remembering it right. I was pretty, she, yeah. I'm probably not remembering it right, honestly. You're focused honestly. on these hungry people. <laughs> she's great. She's great. At one of our shows, and you were like, oh, I kind of like this. And we're, we're all like, yeah, man, it actually looks a lot better than what you do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was probably, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. She was, she was probably into me. Uh, but uh, definitely never picked up on that. Um, but they were. She was terrified. She was terrifying. terrifying. She was yeah, definitely so. terrifying to a young Brad. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I saw her at Cornerstone randomly, too, one time. Um, yeah. Never uh, never had an experience with her that wasn't awkward as hell, though. So uh, <laughs> wherever it was going, it wasn't good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this next track, uh, Just Words, is the next one you want, right? So, yeah, um, yeah this is Just Words. The biggest mistake of your life He told you one way To escape the life that you could have one day Would you try not to cry With your pre-planned goodbye Yeah, Yeah, that was way different, right? Well, well, Phil was talking about wanting a uh, a slower song on the the yeah, album, yeah, like a ballad. Yeah. And, yeah, and I I was like, dude, I this one, and I played, started playing that music for it, and we yeah. actually collectively wrote the lyrics, uh, he okay. and I for yeah. the track. Yeah. But it was like the whole band was there, right? So it was weird because Phil and I had guitars, uh, yeah, yeah, and real Beatles, and situation. we were going. Back we were going back and forth like with the lyrics and yeah. then 
like you or Pete or Andy would be like, no, 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 don't go there. Try this. And then it was a different word. And we like, it was, it was weird because all of us were trying to come up with it at once. Yeah. Which yeah. Yeah. It was either somebody brought a part that they already liked yeah. that they brought. And then we worked from there or, but it was collectively like all in one. Uh-huh. Um, and I just remember like, Oh, I jam this acoustic stuff. And yeah, then yeah. I made the album. Yeah, some saw, of the times you guys played it was really was magical. And no Right. And then I saw that there was no writing credit and I was like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's I not just cool thought, at all. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all good, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of sorry, I mean like the album cover title, whatever happened to good TV. Definitely going on record here saying that was a Wayne idea that I <laughs> didn't realize till uh, uh, it was far too late in the process that oh wait a minute that was Wayne's idea <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah so this is me apologizing on a public forum uh, I am sorry <laughs> it was your it was just, tour idea for from you uh, we were gonna like I, that was like our uh, it was gonna be the um, like the pictures and kind of TV kind of theme you know for for a tour though not a CD I just thought that it was your homage as like uh, my bad. I wish it was, <laughs> but it was just me being oblivious and the, like, I like, I was, okay, you remember driving all night and shit, right? I was fucking yeah. high off my balls on that, like high, like high caffeine shit. And I was, it was like, it was like breaking, like dawn was breaking and I like woke everyone up. I'm like, guys, guys, I came up with it. I, it's going to be whatever happened to good TV. We're going to have like the album bar. It's going to be like, you know, us in different TV stuff. And uh, they're like. That's stupid, and uh, and then we ended up using it for the album. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I then later I realized slowly, like, wait, 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 wait. Wayne did this, <laughs> like so. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, um, yeah. I wish we would have given you at least some uh, some little credit for that. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now you are. I, uh, I don't. I I don't need it, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all good. I, uh, I, I let go a while ago, man. Yeah. 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 As, as you know, we should these many years down the line. Um, but yeah, this, this, uh, song had a, a cello in it, uh, who is, uh, uh, John Catchings. And, uh, this is like probably the one time we have, a uh, guest musician on a track, uh, as far as Alacrity goes, I think they've maybe done that on some of their, well, I think, no, John, on there too right? oh yeah well yeah he's a musician too i guess i always i always put singers in a different category for some reason but yes he is he counts um and that guy was crazy i don't know if you you got a chance to meet him at all but he was he was a wild yeah, guy uh, i i tended to keep my distance yeah 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 at that point you weren't really going out to alacrity shows i don't think no um yeah yeah um I think I, I went to like maybe one after uh, I was in the group. Uh, that's because a friend of ours passed away, and they were doing a benefit for it. And uh, yeah, that's the last time I actually I mean I actually went on stage and played uh, 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 "What's My Age Again" by Blink One Eighty Two with them. Uh, drunk as hell, it was fun. I was like, "Yeah, I'm finally drunk performing." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, praise God. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, that's cuz you know, that's the one thing, you know, being in a Christian 
you know, pop punk band. We were very strict with our, you know, no alcohol, no, uh, you know, weed, no girls. Well, we weren't so strict about the girls stuff, but, um, no, you were, you were, if you were, I was just nobody else, nobody else, Phil, Phil could, but nobody else. Well, no, no, but, but what you ended up finding out, well, at least me is like, everyone was breaking the rules at all times, except for me. (laughs) So like, I was like, ah, damn it. I could have been getting laid in high school, but, uh, you know, um, (laughs) 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 but, uh, yeah, so. I was I was the guy that was like no no uh, we we gotta this is this is our creed guys. Um, no, so, so Andy actually uh, Andy can keep a secret better than most people. Just uh-huh. FY. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After after I left the band, Andy was like an open book. Oh uh, yeah, I bet I bet. I but, think uh, I think I met I hung out with him like one time after that too, and yeah. I can confer that. <laughs> yeah, there was some times when I got that uh, my first that, that that apartment down there off of uh, Colony at uh, yeah near uh, UW U Rock kind of. No, 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 no. This one was in Beloit. Oh, okay, okay. I was still in the band at the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And uh, let's just say weekends were were fun at my house. Weekends at Wayne's. That's right. Yeah. That was no, fun. And yeah, Andy, Andy can keep the best secrets. Well, yeah, and that's that's you know, I think one of the the weirdest things about being in a Christian pop punk band to kind of tie it all together a little bit like it's it's because of that weird line in the sand, you know, you have to have this air of of purity kind of about you um and the, you know this era that you don't you don't make those mistakes that um you know uh, secular people do um so yeah there was a there's a huge pressure on at least for me you know it was a huge pressure to uh you know represent that um at all times oh, i guarantee you none of the things i did were mistakes yeah none yeah. of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've never made a mistake in my life <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, yeah, really, really weird experience, uh, that, yeah, that's why I have you on Wayne. You're the only one other, you know, other person that can maybe understand maybe what's going on in my head here. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, uh, next track, if you guys want to move on to one more track is, uh, one, seven minutes after. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear the, the, uh, do you want to hear the, the, you know, I'll show you this part. I'm actually kind of proud of. Uh, this is the transition from "Wait Up" into Seven Minutes After." Didn't you guys like drop down? Hold on, hold on, on, it's coming. (laughs) That's the coolest fucking transition you've ever heard, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's partial. 
It was my idea. You know, it was just, it was just a little idea I had in the studio. You know, let's put a record player on it and then, you know, make a transition out of it, guys. Give it a little tweak. Yeah, that was pretty much my like big big contribution to the album. Is like we don't have enough transitions between songs. We should have one transition between songs. And uh, yeah, it's not not so bad if I do say so myself. Uh, but this is later in the song. This is uh, uh, I forget what party pick, but this is later in the song. Yeah, yeah. That was like the closest so, we got to like emo. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. I know, but we were. That's what we said at the time. I think we were. Yeah. We were saying like, "Oh man, this is like this song's like got some edge to it," you know. I remember Peter wanted to shoot a music video for that for that song, and he wanted. He's like, "I want it in like a burnt out barn," and I was like, "Yeah, emo." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> red. I mean that is the quintessential emo music video setting. Like he wasn't Birds wrong. Could you paint? Yeah, he wasn't wrong on that on front. I mean, it. it might have done well, uh, but uh, yeah, that or our, a super prom, or a what? A super morbid prom, something. Yeah. Oh well. Well, they did. MCR kind of covered that pretty well. Yeah, Michael Gromance. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. But yeah, yeah, this is a fun one to play though. This one I really, really enjoyed uh, uh, performing, putting together everything. Like, uh, I feel like I don't know. I feel like we all like really, really rocked out hard when this one when we played this one. Uh, but that's just my remembering. Yeah, I this one wasn't my favorite to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It, that's fair. Just I thought I, I thought that there was this. The, the the chord progression that we used in this song yeah. was not designed to go where we went with it, right? Like I felt I would like, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a pop punk trying like, to be something else. Right. Like I feel like we should have slapped harder. You know, yeah, it should have yeah. been a more like if we're gonna use those guitar parts, then we need to put a chunkier bass line behind a very dry sounding kit and kind of mm, try and mm-hmm. scare people with with the underlying aggression in there and yeah yeah uh, just i've I always felt like it was a missed opportunity with that one because yeah there's there's so much that you can do with that and it was just like yeah we didn't want to deviate from our comfort zone so we ended yeah. up taking what could have been and just we, giving it what we were we didn't know how to go that hard we did just no we, we did I I did I don't think I did at the time like but <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know maybe I had it in me but uh yeah it was uh yeah it was it felt hard at the time to me though I just remember thinking this is so this is so intense this thing oh my god I'm so edgy we're all so edgy um and and oh Phil wrote just this waiting. one Phil wrote this one about me by the way uh seven minutes after I was very sad. 
he wrote this song. <laughs> That's why it's seven minutes after. Yeah. True true story. Really? True story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was about uh, a, a girl that I uh, dated that Phil wasn't fond of. And uh, yeah. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a fan of uh, of Bethany. And then uh, yeah. I made a huge ass yeah. of myself. Then I made a huge ass of myself trying to explain this song to Bethany. Um, and uh, yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, that uh, ended. <laughs> that ended poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I shouldn't have brought it up at all. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Phil was not a fan. They butt had quite a bit. Uh, as well as, as a lot of... Um, you know, strong, independent women that we ran into. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, and I know we, we've been doing a lot of uh, ribbing on these guys, but I will say, like, we don't, you know, we haven't hung out with these guys in a long time. Like, this is this is like us talking about the, you know, these younger, you know, eighteen or teenage twenty something guys, and uh, you know, I, Phil does have a song where he is saying sorry almost throughout the whole song. So I don't know. Maybe he's he, he's grown a little bit. Uh, I do think that there's the the next two albums with At the Waysider um, uh, uh, progress. You know, as far as the heavier, chunkier stuff, uh, they do kind of have a few moments where they it sounds chunkier than what you just heard on on Seven Minutes After. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I will say like yet listening to both of the At the Wayside albums, like I genuinely enjoyed them they're you know still making uh pretty good pop pop punk um and uh yeah yeah um not that i'm gonna be jumping to join re rejoin the band anytime soon or anything but um yeah yeah just well, and, i mean like like you said man you're ribbing aside like the moments that we had while we were in the band that i wouldn't trade that at all yeah no me neither me neither like it was it, like, it was really important time you know yeah the, the bad whatever it didn't matter there were certain aspects that you know do you wish you could change sure but what i yeah what I, if yeah. i went back all again sure, i'd probably do it the same way because it 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 took us the route we needed to go and yeah uh, yeah buddy be an ass i know i can be an ass but uh mm -hmm. you know generally i like to laugh about me being an ass uh yeah 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 and i don't have any ill will towards the guys either like i mm -hmm. i talked to time to time um i haven't really yeah. chatted with phil i thought i honestly thought peter died i haven't talked to him since the oh band. peter peter went into he became a marine yeah really he became a marine yeah yeah and good for him yeah yeah he really uh, i mean if he if he he went through all of it so i mean it must have been hardcore you know so yeah i i i don't know anything about yeah anything about peter uh and what he's doing either so um and then yeah andy lutz uh and then uh oh wait there's i was i was about to start listing past members i'm like we don't need to get into any of that uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and then there's future members, I have of course that man i don't think yeah, i have yeah. time for that no 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 um but uh you know um i think we're gonna bring this this part to a close but um it, thank you so much uh wayne for for coming by and uh being on this it was um everything i wanted it to be honestly i, I just wanted to really really break break into alacrity for the good and the bad whatever you know like it's uh it's a very important part of my life and um it's 
part of the reason that I'm I'm still uh, you know super interested in music and you know local artists and you know all the way the you know the whole shebang I'm still you know very very uh, uh, obsessed with even if I'm not making music anymore um, but is there anything that you uh, would like to uh, plug or, or anything before we get uh, off on our break uh, no, Jojo, it was great seeing you a couple weeks ago, man, when you were up here. Brad, thank you so much for having yeah. me on well, and, uh, with you and your, you and your co-host. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, and uh, if, you're, thanks, if you're a local listener, you can also check out 105.9 The Hog. Um, and uh, yeah, anytime throughout the day, if you have 105.9 The Hog, you can hear Wayne uh, throughout. Yeah. I go by The Grizz. The Grizz. Um, I, I didn't really choose it. They just said you have too much hair on your Is face. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe it's, it's this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wayne has this Wayne <laughs> has this se- the segment where he scats songs like That's true. I'm oh really? Days, the oh day, dude. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was one where he did like down with the sickness do do bo do bo bo do bo do bo do bo do bo. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Is there any way to listen to it online? Yeah, yeah. So uh you can stream it from 1059thehog.com. Uh that's okay. the website. Or you, okay. you can download the big radio app for free and then you get all of our stations. Yeah. So I'm on the hog on our nineties station, uh, and I'll pepper in sometimes on our country stations and all that. But uh yeah, if yeah. you if you want that for free, you can go to uh 1059thehog.com slash app and then you can download it right there and then you'll have all the stations uh yeah. and you can you can hear me Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. right there. So heck yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll definitely, I'll definitely tune in sometime. I'd love to. I, I was, I didn't know if you could find it online. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but thank yeah, you. Thank- and let me more of those CDs, uh, and if uh, I'll tell you what, <laughs> yeah, right. If uh, if you do get requests for the Alacrity You Are Here EPs, let me know and I'll get you the ones I have. And then you can uh, you can distribute for, for your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if there are any Alacrity fans that are listening that cross over into this, my podcasting realm. Uh, yeah, that offer is open to you guys. So just just let us know. 1-800-HIT-NERD <laughs> or 1-608-HIT-NERD. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I'm just excited. I'm just excited to have a phone number. But um, thank you so much, Wayne, for for being on. Um, truly, this has been an awesome talking to you again, catching up. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll have you back for uh, just a regular run of the mill concept album sometime. I'm telling you, listen to Silver Chairs Neon Ball. I, I did. I did. I really enjoyed it too. So if okay. You, yeah. If you still want to cover that at some point, I'd be done. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I tight. do. Thank you, again, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll catch you later. Good to see you, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. See you, guys. Yep, yep. All right, and now we will take a quick break, and uh, we just have a handful of songs, really, to to cover after this. Mostly this, uh, I mean, you, sorry, I not mean to, to sideline you, JoJo. I'm excited that you're still here. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be right back with more Alacrity. Uh, welcome back to the Album Concept Hour, everybody. I am your host, Brad LeBaron. And uh, thank you for joining us for our Alacrity Retrospective, the band that I used to be in. Uh, we had uh, uh, Wayne the Grizz Adams uh, on the previous segment, and uh, we still have Dave and JoJo on the podcast to finish up uh, Alacrity's Whatever Happened to Good TV. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably be a little brief on this side, because I think the first side of this this episode is is, is heavy. Uh, so, with lore, 
heavy with lore, exactly. And uh, uh, there's still just a little bit of lore to get to. Uh, this next track is uh, called Beyond Belief, and it is, uh, man, I could get into more of this, but I, I'm going to be brief. This has John Schlitt from Petra. He is a, uh, that was like an 80s hair metal Christian band type of thing and uh, has a really, really great voice. Um, we did a cover of a Petra song called Beyond Belief. Uh, John Schlitt also happens to be the father-in-law of our producer, uh, uh, Dan Needham. So, you know, we had a nice connection there. And then uh, eventually John Schlitt actually came into uh, Beloit to perform an, uh, uh, the song live with us uh, at uh, uh, Central Christian Church. But uh, yeah, it was a really, really cool situation for us at the time to be able to uh, to be given the like right to cover their song and also have the original singer come back. So um, yeah, yeah, for, for anyone from a... a uh, contemporary Christian family. This band was probably a big deal to your parents. This is, uh, yeah, beyond belief. Uh, there it is. Yeah, super long clip for that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did I you see the, from the? Did you see the show with uh, John Schlitt? Were you there? I, I'm trying to remember. Honestly, uh, I, I don't think I was. Okay, I could have been. Had it's a lot been so of lights. Long. A lot of, a lot of. It was like right when Central Christian opened up the new, like section that had like the. F- crazy stage and lights and sound system like i might have been there to be honest yeah. better than like any high school in the area let's just say oh yeah yeah they, they got they still do didn't they expand it even more over there they like Pretty own sure a they whole did. fucking block of beloit or something like yeah. <laughs> they have their own little fucking section of town over there along with fran Frusen's school over there you know uh-huh uh-huh they even have a school yeah yeah um but no i do i re- i re- I do remember. I'm pretty sure I was there because I, I remember. I, I remember uh, this cover. To be honest with you, I remember you guys doing. Yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were really excited about this one, um, and that was and yeah, all the promotion had the John Schlitt uh, on the promotion. And everything, just a crazy, wacky, fun guy. Uh, I remember talking to, P- so much to Peter. <laughs> I remember talking to Peter about all of this. Yeah. John Schlitt and like I was like I had no idea who he was or anything and well yeah he was yeah. all like and he was all like super happy and proud and I'm like like I felt like I couldn't be there for him <laughs> because I was just like I don't know who this guy is really. like, John <laughs> Schlitt he's from a hair metal band it sounds I like don't a know beer. 
Yeah, is right. It does. That, he's got to make Schlitz beer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was it was someone that only in our group only Phil Carper would think that that's a household name, you know, and and Peter maybe I guess, but they're both yeah. from they both went to like Central Christian High School, like. <laughs> It was actually Rock County Christian School. Uh, that might not seem like an important detail, but uh, I feel like someone's going to call me on it if I don't correct myself. So, so yeah, um, it's just something that they ran into. But I was like, oh, Petra, John Schlitt, cool. Let's do it. Uh, I, 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 you know, before I met him, I had no idea either. So. Um, oh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was also, I just went along with it. I'm like, well, they're a famous Christian band from like 20 years prior. John who? A what? Much uh, thought? So I guess this fits. John, John what now? <laughs> Rock? Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, killer solo though. That's one of, one of my personal favorite solos by Phil. Uh, that is the Beyond Belief solo because he's expounding on the, the solo that they had in the original version and shit. So yeah. Um, go check out the original version though. It's not a bad, uh, not a bad throwback to '80s hair metal-y stuff. Uh, a little bit of a ballad though, as you can tell. Um, but this uh, this next track is probably my. It's maybe my favorite one to play live. This was uh, a song called "A Better Me." she could face but it's nothing more than she can handle now and never quite sure how her family ties severed and torn apart with lies we'll come together but this weather's coming now i can't imagine how it came to make sense to me how i found someone now who found the best in yeah, better me. It's got a good sentiment behind it, you know? Although, n- never mind. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something specific about Phil. I was going to say, was it about another teacher? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not at the second uh, Mr. Forrest Davis uh, gaslighting song. There is, oh, that's right, there was a second. There's a, there's a second coming up next, yes, actually. That's probably one with words, I'm guessing. Uh, no, no, this one's even more uh, uh, on the nose. The truth is... Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, one, no, I, I remember the do 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 on the uh, this last on the last. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This one was uh, this one was like had a it had like a like a groove to it when we played. Almost, yeah, like, it was like almost a, like a almost like a funky punk thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like probably the grooviest we got in a pop punk song, you know? Because I remember like playing this live. I just I just loved just jamming out to it. You know, and uh, and the vocals were fun too. This is just a fun one. I can't remember yeah. who it's about though. I know it's about a specific person, but they all are. But I can't remember for this all, one. All the songs are just people that wrong to fill the hole. Uh, usually, <laughs> usually about someone that he's dated, uh, or someone in the band. Uh, <laughs> he kept his songs very very close. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's writing about now. I don't have any context. Uh, he had a song about saying sorry to people, but I don't know if I'm on that list. 
but uh this next track now this next track uh i feel like you should recognize because i think this is the one that was on we had a song on keeping okay i'm just gonna say we can't we had a song on keeping up with kardashians and i can't remember right now which track that was but i think it's the next one the truth is so let's let's hear a little bit of this why can't you just realize this can't go on for long at This is why you have all that Kardashian money around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just <laughs> sitting on bankrolls from that time. Piles. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the truth. Is um, I t- I don't think that's the part uh, that's on keeping up to that Kardashians. But before we get to that, that this is the second uh, uh, Mr. Forrest Davis gaslighting song, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, mostly it's taking the the point like. You know, you're trying to tell us the world's one way, but the truth is not that way. It's my way, um, which is Bill's way or the highway. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's pretty much yeah. Um, listen, teach. Listen, listen, teach. I know something about something. You're. I'm not going to listen to this liberal nonsense any longer. All right. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna shut you down. You take with that hippie this bullshit song. and just get out of here. The truth is. The truth is. <laughs> this um but yeah that's the truth is uh here is the part though that was on keeping up with the kardashians it's loading i have That was it. That, that was, was all. On, that, was that was all that was. It. Yeah. Yep. That was on keeping up with the Kardashians during a scene transition type of deal. That's yeah. tight. Yeah. That's yeah. Fun, good. Good fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little thing I can I can pull out at a party. You know, like hey, I had music on keeping up with the Kardashians. So what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that cool. But apparently the, the check for however much that costed wasn't even big enough to send a check. So uh, they didn't pay a lot, <laughs> however much they did pay. Or all of it went to Spurgatory. I you should know. really ask for like a novelty large <laughs> check. When I know, right? Like I just need some proof that this happened, you know? Because uh, I can't, I can't find the. I, I did watch the episode that it occurred on. I did see it back in the day, but I don't want to. I don't want to dig through episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians so I can figure out where it is. Man, just uh, tweet at Kanye. He'll probably like help you. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, hey, Kanye, you've been watching the. You've been watching all of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians obsessively, right? Now, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one musician to another. It's just for me when it happened, I was like, they didn't even put any of the lyrics in. They didn't even put yeah. any of the vocals in. I was like, I was like, I was like happy, but also like, 
That's like the tiniest part of the song. <laughs> if, there were, if there were lyrics, would they have to pay or pay more? Or like, would it have been something different? Well, it also would have been like yeah. extremely overtly Christian lyrics coming on in the middle of Keep Him the Kardashians. So I don't they, know. They probably want like, some good vibes like, oh, we're, we're wholesome people. That's that's true. But we're down some. I don't know. Maybe he's being too specific in this track, you know? I feel like uh, so just being uh, a person that puts up music content whenever I cover yeah. or like take someone's song and like cover it. Yeah. It, if there's lyrics, it, it gets like shut down. But if oh. I take a small little snippet of a song and basically be like a DJ and then loop that little bit yeah. without the lyrics, then I can get away with it and just keep playing. And okay. Like, it, so that's probably why they yeah. only took the that. lyrics it's must like have an importance. Yeah copyrights and stuff yeah 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 i'm so curious like how do they find i don't know that i that's that's really yeah i it well i was like a manager they like always submitting stuff or like he did have you know it's crazy but stuff gets taken down it's crazy so weird like how like it got on the show like well i mean i can only assume that there's like some catalog that they had to flip through back then you know like they went to a a CSAC agent and we're like, show me what's available for th- music for this show. transition tunes. Um, yeah, I don't know, but, um, apparently now this one I didn't see, but apparently another show that was produced by Kim Kardashian had another alacrity song. Man, I've I never confirmed that, but if that's true, then it could be that Kim herself, the <laughs> fucking A secret lackey fan, the bastard herself <laughs> fucking liked the band alacrity. Um, but got a vintage T-shirt at home. Yeah, I mean, if she's a fan, I, I'd appreciate a retweet or something like that would be dope. But uh, uh, thanks for all your music. Otherwise, Brad. I'd rather not have anything to do with any of you. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, the next track we have for you guys, uh, we got through a friend's point of view, we got through just words. Um, but this next track is called "After How Hard I Tried." Breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just realized if this listen, last listen. Yeah, by the way, I, I, there was a couple things I realized this just this last like few days of listening. There are a few songs that do homages to like certain other pop punk songs that I wasn't aware of. I don't think we did I, it consciously either, but uh, I felt maybe. aware about some of it. To be okay. With you. Okay. Okay. I had but no I idea did, back in the day, though. It. But you wouldn't. I wouldn't say that to the artist that. Of made course song, not. You know? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, that sounds exactly like this other song. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, no, but that breakdown's time, very Adam's song, though. Like, oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I never it. ever thought about that. <laughs> but the the riff leading up to that, the do 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 do, you know, yeah. like, uh, uh, the, where you're, it's almost like time metric modulation that you're doing with yeah. 
with the rhythm there. Either way, yeah. whatever you guys were doing there, that was sick. Like leading into that breakdown part. Oh yeah, the yeah. He was doing a a finger tapping solo. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, because he would Phil would be the guy kind of guy that would be like at a show beforehand. He'd be like playing just all the insane like Van Halen type shit like to show off. He was yeah yeah he was he was a solo master. He liked his solos. One man band. He won Phil Ackerty, you know. And Phil Ackerty. Yeah, yeah. There's I, we should make a T-shirt that's just Phil Ackerty. <laughs> <laughs> no one would get. It. Actually, some people eventually would get it. Like people that are old fans would be like, "Ah, I get it." <laughs> For the one person you'd run into in your life. <laughs> In KC, that's probably nobody. Yeah, yeah. I did run into someone that knew about the band at a wedding randomly. Like, they walked really? up to me. There was, like, two weddings happening at this hotel. He walked up to me. He's like, you probably don't remember me, but I was a foreign exchange student at Bloyd Memorial, and I loved your band and stuff. I was like, oh, what? And, it was like, I had my, my, my Madison friends, and I was like, see? See, I was a... Uh, I was in a thing. I wasn't talking. I was part of a big thing. I wasn't a band. (laughs) You know, because, you know, that's not at all part of my, like, story or personality up here. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It was just like, wow. They, like, believed me, like, really for once. Um, But, yeah, speaking of stuff that does homages, I couldn't help thinking of of, uh, Smashing Pumpkins when hearing Just Words again just a little bit ago. Yeah. Right? Like, this is Smashing Pumpkins, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, the, like, the lighter part of, like, Disarm almost before they get kind of crazy, like, yeah, off of yeah. uh, Siamese. But, like, it could. But, like, none of us were fans of Smashing Pumpkins, though. So, I think this one might be coincidental. Like, or I guess, I guess a lot of this was, uh, I don't know, it could have been uh, Dan Needham. Dan Needham's the one that brought the cello in. Maybe Dan Needham had a lot of Smashing Pumpkins one week. That could be. Because <laughs> I don't think any of us knew even were, you know, like we didn't listen to Smashing Pumpkins. We thought they were kind of lame at the time. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, another one that just jumped out at me, though. I was like, whoa, that is Smashing Pumpkins. That is that is totally just We did not almost, mean to do that. Yeah, didn't mean to do that. Um, Maybe they copied you. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe they there was a a, a horrible mission involving time. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, <laughs> after how hard I tried, I believe that's uh, 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 an Abby Vogel joint. I think that one was about Abby Vogel originally. Um, <laughs> this next track is is uh, is wait up. Uh, I believe this one is about Andy. I don't know if you ever told Andy, but uh, Andy, if you're listening, this one's about you. Yeah. <laughs> wait up. Wait up. Yeah. 
I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a there's a really uh, there's a really dumb yeah at the beginning of this one. I I wasn't yeah. a fan. I I didn't. I when it came through in the mix, I was like, no, nah, yep. guys, let's not let's not do that. That sounds bad. <laughs> but I was the only I was the only one that didn't want it in the song. So here it is. Um, but uh, yeah, this one I think uh, this one was uh, I don't know. Phil was upset about something in Andy's life. <laughs> And he wrote this for him, but he didn't tell him he wrote it. So I don't know if he ever did end up telling him that he did write it f- about him. So uh, Andy, let me know if you're listening. Let me know if you if you knew that. If you didn't, um, I feel like I knew that of some yeah. sort, of some degree. Yeah. Through the grapevine, yeah. yeah, through the grape, yeah, yeah, probably. I can't I can't remember what it was about or what was happening. There was some girl involved, I'm sure. Um, I feel yeah, like there, yeah, had had to be. Had, had to be. <laughs> had to be just shaking your head. Yeah, had to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, normally, normally, if we were doing this as like a regular episode, I would be picking apart the line, "Wait up, wait up," because you're falling behind. Doesn't make sense. Sounds good. Yeah. Doesn't make any any goddamn sense. But uh, <laughs> never never thought it about really that. Doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Well, yeah. whoa, 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 wait up, wait up. You're falling behind. It's like, but you just told me to wait up. Maybe it's like a like a question. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds cool. It sounds, I do think it sounds like it fits. Yes. But it's just one of those things you hear enough. You're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? What are you talking I about? I think there are a lot of songs <laughs> or lyrics where like, you can't break them down because it it doesn't mean much, but like yeah. when you're saying like, it just sounds right. So I think yeah, like, yeah. L- like lyrically writing it out yeah. and like how catchy I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you stop to think about it, like, yeah. the fuck? that doesn't make sense. To be fair. That's how Paul kind of writes. Paul McCartney just pulls it up. Like what sounds cool. Yes. Out of thin air. Well, if you, so not to ream on anybody, but from, you know, <laughs> chatting, Phil, like yeah. taking, he liked taking troll, right? So oh yeah. Whole, the whole thing could be like a mind fuck where he's saying, telling you to wait up, you know, like wait for me kind of a thing. Oh. A couple lyrics. He's gaslighting us in the song. Well, later on in the lyrics, he says something like, I'll be there for you through the end of time or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He says something like yeah, that. So yeah. he's, like, he's basically saying, I'll be here for you while you fall behind, but wait up so that way I can pick you up and that way like you, yeah. you, depend, you depend on me uh-huh. kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> I was uh, there was actually another song on one of the other albums that has similar uh, similar kind of message going on. So I wonder, I wonder maybe that relationship's still rocky. Sorry guys, um, <laughs> sorry to bring up old old uh, old scars. Uh, but speaking of old scars, and we have moves. we have another track for you guys. Uh, <laughs> this one was originally about Abby Ackerman, but uh, Phil made it into a, a very nice love ballad. Uh, this is Abby's song. She sees a reflection in the mirror Staring down her complexion She Everything she left inside the dark Where were you? 
That's Abby's song. I thought that um, one was about Abby Vogel. Yeah, that's what you'd think. But no. <laughs> I think that's... I don't know if he wanted people to think that or what. But th- those uh, relationships were very close to one another. That's true. Um, but yeah, Abby's song he wrote uh, after... Uh, uh, well, Abby was a girl that me and uh, Andy went to uh, driver's ed with and um, he, uh, we, we both had crushes on her and then he met her and then that night wrote a song about her and then sent it to her as to get ahead of the rest of us um, <laughs> <laughs> but when he came back to the studio to rewrite the song, he decided that uh, that uh, backstory for it didn't really fit uh, the you know Christian pop punk uh, you know role that we were kind of you know trying to fill with the song. So uh, he repurposed the song to be uh, a a pro life slash anti choice song, depending on what camp you lie. So it's very uh, very uh, church first church first, basically like. Mm-hmm. No, I like this girl too. I'm gonna make a song in the center right to her. That's mm-hmm. that seems like what I would do. That seems tracking with like the what, <laughs> what I'm trying to like lay down for the whole group and yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 starting to understand, Dave. Yes, you're starting to that, understand our history. Like yeah, his his yeah, very <laughs> churchy. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I get ahead of other guys and spread gospel. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to got to spread the gospel to Abby. <laughs> you know? That's what I, that's what I really want to spread the gospel to. <laughs> it's not about, uh, it's about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh man, I think the, <laughs> there's uh, there's something in one of there's something in one of uh, at the wayside's newer songs about uh, uh, stuff coming back to to haunt him. Uh, I think that he was talking about this episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry um but uh yeah yeah that's that's abby's song though it's it's uh one of the ones in the studio though that was really really fun to record um and uh, had a really uh uh i think we used uh his acoustic guitar in the studio he had like you know he had everything he needed but um yeah yeah this one this one uh he, he pulls out all the stops with his soft soft singing you know he doesn't do the the soft singing so much and i think that i think it's honestly uh, uh, when Phil is kind of getting into those emotional points or when he shines, but he was kind of a perfectionist, kind of wanted him. It was the driver's ed that brought it out. <laughs> he was the, exactly, the driver's ed, like, they it, needed to be... Like, he was just a master pillar Parker and he could knock it. Oh, I love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abby. Abby song. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he was, uh, he's, he's a good, pretty, pretty good songwriter, though, for the most part. I mean, I, I haven't written any i haven't written much more you know i can't talk too much shit i have uh like three or four songs of my own but uh i don't know if i will ever record them for you guys let me know if you want to hear those let me know if if anyone out there wants to hear the uh the brad lebaron originals uh uh uh, dial 1608 hit nerd and uh, i want to i want to hear yeah yeah i want to hear for sure okay okay yeah I'll, i'll have to record them on that note, I'm uh I've been working on some music. I I've been recording and shit. So hopefully uh you're, by the end of the year or early next year, I want to be releasing my album. So hell yeah! Is, is it like you and uh, in a group? Uh, or is it kind I've of been, 
you kind solo of mostly solo. Thing. Yeah, because yeah. I play drums, I play guitar, I play yeah. bass, I play yeah. piano and trumpet and trombone. And so yeah. I've been recording, like, it's been, you know, it's actually like all sorts of different kind of styles, all kind of meshed in one for the most part. Yeah. And uh, I've I, uh, been featuring, like, artists that I work with, like uh, Howard Mahan, who yeah. uh, I play with all the time on a regular. He's yeah. uh, probably going to be all over it. And then just other people, you know, that I've yeah. worked Very with. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I, I, I thought about asking Wayne. So when this, Dude. when this, yeah. well, I guess when this podcast comes out, that'll be uh, me asking him. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Wayne, this is us talking to you in the, in the future. You, you gotta, yeah. you gotta hit up Jojo about this um hell yeah dude that's that's exciting uh, i can't wait to hear like a full a full album from you dude have you done Thank a full you, album before nah this will be my first okay. like full album release for sure wow dude dude congratulations that's Thank a that's you, a that, that is a that's a lot of work that's what i want to learn to do eventually i want to like you know branch out into recording you know just simple music you know um because i've never recorded music yet i've only done podcasting and um you know just vocal like you know related things <laughs> well you're well on your way i mean that's yeah you got, i, I you know, know i use some of the programs a little bit but um yeah yeah i just need to get a guitar in front of one of these mics yeah. i do have something in the works though i have one thing in the works a, a music video that I'm putting together of a oh, yeah? a, a uh, spoof slash homage song. So I'll leave it at that. I leave it at that. It's not done yet, but uh, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need someone with a DSLR camera and a green screen in order to to pull it off right. But <laughs> awesome. um, uh, we got we got one track for you guys before we uh, get on to our uh, our outro uh, and uh, find out what everyone's been listening to and what they got to plug. Um, actually, do you want to hear the Power Rangers theme now, or do you want to just throw this at the end of the the outro of the episode? Uh, we can do that. We can just do the plugs and then listen to it if you guys want. How about you? Let's let's do that. Let's just leave it on the Power Rangers. Like we don't we don't need to talk about it too much. We did a Power Rangers theme. It's a fucking kick ass theme. We used to close the show with it. Um, but why don't we go around the horn and before we listen to that, uh, find out what everyone has been listening to lately and what they have to plug. So uh, I will start. And I'll go to you, Dave, and we'll end with you, Jojo. Um, as far as what I've been listening to, it's been uh, a lot of alacrity. I did also listen to At the Wayside, their two albums. I I really enjoyed and particularly the uh, newest full length album. They nailed the bass. I think that they really, really did well on the the bass in in their new stuff. And um, yeah, as far as what I have to plug, uh, I'm gonna say the YouTube channel again. We're like ten away from having 100 uh, people on the Flyover State Park YouTube. Uh, at that point, we can have a custom URL, which would be really nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 all I want from you guys this week. Subscribe and like the stuff out there. The second Brack video is out. We have our second interview with Andy Merrill uh, all edited and out there on the channel and uh, if you're a fan of freedom I have a, a, a breakdown or a retiming of their segment uh, time to time it so if you're a fan of that go on over to the flyer state park uh, YouTube channel uh, what about you Dave what are you listening to what do you got to plug I actually got stuck on Red Letter Media because of <laughs> yeah, you. yeah so I watched their that's also what I've been most of their yeah. review episodes yeah. And uh, the Warriors was pretty solid with Macaulay Culkin. That was a pretty solid. Episode. Oh, they have him for that. Oh yeah, they brought him in. Nice. Uh, for music, 
I literally everything got thrown out because just a few days ago, and no, it was maybe Friday. Yeah. Well, about three days ago. Yeah. I just decided I want to get on a Ryan Kylie kick, so I kind of uh, saved it all on my Spotify, my phone, so I was driving. I can do it. So I at work. Yeah. I did the listen to like all their five albums and like last two or three days. It's, it's been just nothing but Ryan Kylie for the last couple of days. Oh. So I just been on a it's a big kick again. So yeah. that's it's yeah. been uh, going through my ears. Nice, nice. That's a throwback. It's been a while since I've heard any Ryan Kylie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, JoJo? What have you been listening to, and what do you have to plug? Uh, I've been listening to the main squeeze lately. Uh, oh yeah. You mentioned them. Yeah. Yeah. You should check them out, dude. For real. I will. uh, They got like gospel, R&B, soul mixed with funk. And then they get these like heavy breakdowns and chunky stuff. Like they have like a little bit of everything. And and the singer has like got a lot of range too. And just like, he's got like more R&B vocals with like, it's just, you got to check it out. It's really cool. Okay. Okay. For sure. Hell yeah. And as, as far as plugging, I mean, I just plugged my music. So yeah, you got, so, you got an album coming out hopefully soon. Um, I've worked with Howard Mahan. He should have hopefully an album out. Uh, hopefully, uh, sometime yeah. within the next year or so too. So, uh, yeah, and I'll yeah. probably I'll likely be hopefully on that too. So, yeah, uh, nice. So I just been doing music, a lot of music. Uh, yeah. Find me on Vivid Jojo Instagram, YouTube. I, I make YouTube videos and stuff, playing drums and mm-hmm. instruments and whatnot. So, hell yeah, awesome, dude. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to all that shit. I'm glad you're playing again. Um, it's now now people can play shows a little more than um, before, so it's starting to starting open to kind of open back up, which is really great for you and people yeah. that perform live. Like it's been a rough couple of years if you are a live performer. Yeah, I went under for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I, I had to get a real job. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, right, right. I, I, I had to go and fucking work in a warehouse and 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 uh, you know make some make some money, pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you gotta do that every now and again. Uh, we're gonna listen to one more thing though before we get out of here. Um, well, this is gonna be the outro, guys. So uh, thank you all for listening and uh, tuning in. Um, this is just a uh, little, little cherry on the top. This is the Alacrity's version of the Power Rangers theme. Enjoy. <laughs> Made a music video for this. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> you still can.
Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week on the Album Concept Hour. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thank you, man. <laughs> that fucking drum <laughs> fill, that... <laughs> like, that's like the quintessential fill moment right there. The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Jake the Snake Foster. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Join the discussion on our Discord, tweet to us at Album Concept Pod, or for everything else, go to Linktree slash Flyover State Park. See you on Side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.